like the third time that I'm starting this out. I'm trying to get the, uh, the audio square away before I before I kick it all off. Um, and I think I think I finally got it. <laughs> After uh, God, I don't even know. So like a lot of people number their episodes, and and perhaps that's a good thing. Then it's easier for you guys to go back and reference. And I think I did that for a spat, and then um and then I didn't. <laughs> so uh, so yeah. Um, there's a. Uh, yeah, so today I really I don't have a whole lot of time, and so I've got a I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right into things and discuss the topic of the day, which is super relevant. I don't I don't like to necessarily dive into current events um, unless they're they're highly significant and, and potentially impactful for years and decades and generations to come because I like to think of this show as being evergreen as the the things that we talk about being being like having permanent resonance uh the, you're not you're not listening in a vacuum for one and you're not like they're applicable in the real world to real things that are happening but it's not day to day looking at the news and commenting and giving you my opinion on that and that's not really my intent to do today either it's not my intent and it nor will it be my execution um really what i what my intent is today is that i'm going to discuss with you uh the concept of um and the reality associated with an emotion that almost all of us all every single person has felt here at some point in their life but also one that that many people are feeling in uh, abundant amounts here um due to due to recent events um and so and that is that the emotion is anger right and so it's it's a powerful one and it serves it serves a purpose sorry excuse me um a little parched a little parched here today but um it's a, it's yeah. So anger. Um, I remember I actually saw some notes that I had written down, um, from shoot 12, 13 years ago. I was like, uh, I was going through, uh, an initial kind of, um, like a mental awareness and expansion phase where I was, I was starting to get, get really, uh, personally, into psychology and at the same time i was also getting into a lot of very woo woo stuff (laughs) but i remember writing down uh somewhere in my notes and i had just seen it recently as i'm as i'm like packing up my stuff and getting ready to move from georgia up to virginia to to finally move permanently in with my lovely and amazing wife holla yasmin love you very much and uh and yeah so i saw in my notebook um Anger is a means to control a situation when you feel out of control. And I wrote that down in like a big, big, thick Sharpie, you know, and, uh, and it was just sitting there on one of the front pages, um, to, to one of my notepads. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, and, and, and the timing seemed to be, to seem to be pretty epic. And, and I had seen it, this was probably several weeks ago, uh, when I saw it. And excuse me for a second, I'm actually looking. Oh, I think I left it in the other room. Um, so, 
Uh, actually, I do really want to grab it, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it go. So it's timey, timey. We got ready, set, go. I'm back. <laughs> so I want to see uh, what, what was, what was my time? What was my time, people? Um, we had. 421 to 432. Mm, see, I just mortal sin of of broadcasting and recording. I left like 10 seconds of dead air. I am so sorry. I my my deepest apologies. But I wanted to just straight up read this part of this book because this this fed right into feeds into so many things, so many things that we talk about. Um, but so in the, the daily stoic. Um, there is a there is a, a a capture from Marcus Aurelius in his Meditations eleven dot eighteen dot five b, and the quote here is: "Keep this thought handy when you feel a fit of rage coming on. It isn't manly to be enraged. Rather, gentleness and civility are more human and therefore manlier. A real man doesn't give way to anger and discontent." And such a person has strength, courage, and endurance. Unlike the angry and complaining, the nearer a man comes to a calm mind, the closer he is to strength. And it's a great point. And then, and so in this book, the Daily Stoic, so they'll give a quote. It'll be from Marcus Aurelius. It'll be from Epi, uh, Epictetus. Oh, God, I really need to figure out how to pronounce that name. I see it all the time. And, and Yasmin actually has a... Uh, a book that's like um, extractions from from a lot of his uh, discourses, which apparently he never wrote anything. It was all from a student of his that uh, that took the notes, and then a bunch of them were lost. And so it's a really interesting story on him as well. But it's something to be said that I should probably know how to pronounce his name. We actually call him Epi <laughs> because uh, we don't know how to say it. And it's not like we have the technology to look it up, okay, people? So don't judge us. <laughs> it's not like we could speak into Google and ask for the pronunciation or type it in and then it will actually pronounce it for us. That doesn't exist. We're dealing with the technology of today, okay? That's not here yet. <laughs> but um, it goes on to say, like, why do athletes tr talk trash? Um, and it's because they know that getting under the skin of their opponents will actually affect their um, their performance, their ability to, to perform at the high levels. And if you get somebody angry, then they're going to make different decisions than they would make when they have a clear mind. They actually reference um, Joe Lewis uh, as the ring robot. I did not know this um, because he was utterly unemotional. This is a quote from the book. Fans and opponents called boxer Joe Lewis the ring robot because he was utterly unemotional. His cold, calm demeanor was far more terrifying than any crazed look or emotional outburst would have been. It continues to say, Strength is the ability to maintain a hold of oneself. It's being the person who never gets mad, who cannot be rattled because they are in control of their passions. Rather, they rather than controlled by their passions. I think that this is phenomenal. I think in that right now, with everything that's going on, I'm not here to judge people's decisions to do one thing or another. Um, we all have personal responsibility. We, we all have the responsibility um, to do what we think is right. 
And so in the face of injustice, in the face of, of what you feel are, are um, grievances that need to be redressed, um, yes, that is a direct First Amendment quote. Thank you much. Um, as one of the rights that we are guaranteed in the First Amendment, yes, there are five of them. And yes, my oldest daughter can say all five of them. Can you? Test. <laughs> Check them out. There's five and they're all really important. Um, so... Anyway, uh, so when so what I did is I I just went and looked up. I'm trying to I'm trying to see where where I found it. Um, what happens inside? I so I looked up what happens inside your body when you're angry, and so okay. So I, this is from the Victoria government. I don't even know. I'm assuming that's a country. I'm like, yeah, check me out. I'm real smart. <laughs> but I wanted to see, like, the chemicals that are being responsible. Because I know it's cortisol. Um, but interestingly enough, it actually talks about, um, you know, a flood of adrenaline that comes with anger. Which, like, when you think of, when you think about it for half a second, I mean, half the people out there probably already knew that. Like, just could have answered that on their own. Um, I, uh, I may, maybe me too. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, duh, that makes sense. Like, of course. Um yeah, I just want to, I want to see the state government, Victoria. Sure. Okay. So that's where it's from. It's uh, betterhealth.vic.gov is where a lot of this information is actually going to be coming from. Um, and I'll, I'll try to make sure I intertwine. I, I'm going to intertwine my thoughts and opinions along with, with what they are saying about anger. And, um, and so I just want you to know the, the source for some of this stuff. Um, so what they say outright is anger triggers the body's fight or flight response. Other emotions that trigger this response include fear, excitement, and anxiety. The adrenal glands flood the body with stress hormones, such as adre adrenaline and cortisol. The brain shunts blood away from the gut and towards the muscles in preparation for physical exertion. Heart rate, blood pressure, and respiration increase. The body temperature rises and the skin perspires. The mind is sharpened and focused. And it's important. Um, it's like, uh, it's like you're going into like hunting mode. You're going into like kill mode. And so like everything, like it says, like your focus, like every, like you can feel like the, every sensation is like higher. And, and, and you know, what's interesting is that people say you see red and like, it's so true. It's so, it's such an interesting thing that like when you get really angry, at least for me, my vision gets blurred. Like I actually get blurred vision and I do not see straight. And, and I actually, my neck will start to like all the muscles in it will start to like tense up really bad. And like, it feels like my head wants to like the, my, put my chin to my chest. Um, and it just hurts. It's not a lot of fun. Um, and they, they go in to talk about the health problems with anger. Um, this is a constant flood of stress chemicals associated with metabolic changes that go that go with ongoing unmanaged anger can eventually cause harm to many different systems of the body. Some short and long-term health problems that have been linked to unmanaged anger include headaches, digestion problems such as abdominal pain, insomnia. Yeah, how many people out there are having trouble sleeping? Increased anxiety, depression, high blood pressure, skin problems like eczema. Wow, really? That's... Didn't see that coming. Heart attacks and strokes. Yeah, yeah. I think that we could all deduce that already based on what we know and what stress and anger causes. Um, so... Now, that, that was all from, from the Victoria website, the betterhealth.va.gov or whatever, that state.gov. Um, and so now, I want you to think about, 
I want you to think, take a moment and think about times when you were more prone to being angry, right? Maybe when you're hungry. We've, we've like, it's interesting how we actually um, psychologically justify um, things like, and we give them cute little names like being hangry. Like, like that's some sort of a justification for you acting like a, like less than uh, you could be otherwise because you're hungry. Like, oh, well, it's hangry. I'm, I'm a hangry person. Um, like, yeah, and you also have no control over your, over your own emotions and, and, and your life as a, as a result. Um, but anyway, so, so think about this stuff. Think about when, uh, when you get more angry, when you're more prone to be angry, when you're hungry, when you're tired, when someone has slighted you, lied to you, cheated, fell through on a promise, disrespected you. These are all the worst of times. And they're in our worst conditions, both mentally and physically. It's a pretty clear case for the fact that we should probably avoid anger when we can identify that it's brewing and that we can take positive action to manage this emotion. Now, the, the site goes into um, some ex- healthy ways. They're, they're, what, they, what they recommend are healthy ways to, uh, to express your anger. Right. So I, uh, they say, if you feel out of control, walk away from the situation temporarily until you cool down. Um, recognize and accept the emotion as a normal part of life. That's two. Three is try to pinpoint the exact reasons you've why you feel angry. Four is once you have identified the problem, consider coming up with a different, with different strategies for how to remedy the situation. Do something physical uh such as going for a run or playing a sport and then talk to someone you trust about how you're feeling um okay so i'll give them a solid 60 percent um on on a concurrence with me on 40 percent non-concurrence uh from myself when it comes to this so if you feel out of control, walk away from the situation um, temporarily until you cool down 100%. Like, if, if you feel it and, like, you're, you're, you feel your temperature rising on your skin and you want to walk away and, and you want to just explode, that's the time to just, like, get out. Just remove yourself from the situation, right? Um, I think it's, I think it's also extremely important that bef- before and outside of, being in the moment of anger that you do recognize and accept this emotion that it is like it's it exists and it's there and it will be there and how you how you choose to manage it is is up to you and if you don't think about it if you don't think about the fact that you're going to have this emotion at some point in your life and you don't think about the ways and strategies that you can you can best manage this to promote healthier relationships um then you are being driven as a passenger through your life, right? Like you are not in the driver's seat. You are not in control and you're just like, yeah, it happens. When it happens, I'm just angry and I just let this happen. And, and you know, and it's just, well, it's so upsetting that, you know, it's it justifies and, and you'll try to use, again, like we always talk about on the show, you'll try to use logic on the backside of this to justify your emotions on the front side. Um, 
And so once you've identified the problem, consider coming up with different strategies for how to remedy the situation. See, that's where I kind of disagree. Uh, um, once you have identified the problem, right? So I just, they're probably, it's, we're probably actually in concurrence here, but I just would be more specific and better about the way that I would say this, right? So once you have identified the problem, this is, this all needs to happen in a, in a clear mind because when your adrenaline's pumping and the cortisol's there, you, you can't, you're going to have a very difficult time. I like clearly and objectively identifying the problem and the root and where it came from. Um, and the coming up with strategies for how to remedy it. Like when you're in the heat, like, no, like, no, you need to get, you need to get the crap out of the way. Um, so when you're trying to pinpoint the exact reasons and when you're trying to identify the problem and consider up with strategies, like this kind of needs to be removed from expressing, they say expressing anger in healthy ways, right? No, that's not, you've, you've left the angry situation, right? And you're, you're talking about best next steps. So that's wrong, right? It's just a different category of things. It's right. It's just not right here, right? Four plus four doesn't equal jello. It's, it's, they're just two different things. Um, when now what they get into is, uh, and the same thing goes with talk with someone you trust, uh, about how you're feeling. You don't really, I mean, I don't know. I don't communicate well when I'm angry. And so going and talking with somebody, like somebody might be able to talk you down. If you, especially if you have somebody that can, um, there's somebody that you trust, like it says, somebody that you trust and somebody that isn't afraid to one, someone that's going to allow you to vent, but two, isn't going to let you get away with a bunch of BS, um, that's super important in, in this moment, in this time. Um, so, but the, I think one of the, one of the best things that you can do is, um, do something physical, right? And this is where, again, I get split kind of 50, 50 on this one. It says, such as going for a run or playing a sport. Now for me, if I go for a run, that's probably not going to be the absolute best thing in the world because, and I know that, and I say it's probably not going to, it will not be. I know this because I've done it. <laughs> My ability to maintain a cognitive load of not of, of stuff that isn't running while I'm running is high, right? So like I can think about a lot of things while I'm running, um, that, that can allow my mind to spiral and spiral and spiral down um, rather than than allowing myself to like like in a healthy way create a vent, create a release for the adrenaline and the cortisol that's there because you can use these things in a really beneficial way. You just have to be conscious of it, right? So, um, so I prefer something that actually requires a fair amount of higher brain function. Running can be good, a good way for me to reflect, like I said, but it, it can also, if I'm not like dead sprinting, it can result in my head spiraling around the same topic and finding a new way in, to, to justify the reasons I was upset than before I even started. So then I'll end, up, I'll end up being done with the run and I'll be more upset than I was before because now I've like I've used even more logic to justify my reasons for being upset. Um, 
Now, if I'm out kayaking, this can be the same thing, right? If I'm if I'm kayaking on a lake and it's nice and chill, like yeah, I could get calmed down and everything, and it's good. Um, but it could uh, I my the way that my mind works, I'm an overthinker. I'm gonna overanalyze everything, and so I it's very possible that like it's a 50-50 shot. Like I could walk away and like have that chilled out, relaxed time and moment. Same thing as running. Um, had a chance to to see some beauty and 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 to release some some energy. Uh. And to feel good, you know, and to find a better way to the end. And then there's also the chance that I find a way to spiral down and, and to justify further being angry and, and why I was right in the first place. But if I'm kayaking in like super aggressive waters or go, trying to fight against the river current or if I'm, like I said, if I'm dead sprinting, um, then that's great. And other things like playing sports specifically, like if you can go get a, a hop down to a, a local basketball court and play some basketball or do, um, what's that? Uh, yuppie sport inside racquetball. Um, <laughs> no judgment. No judgment. I love it. I want to get into yuppie sports. Okay. I'm trying to, I'm trying, I would love to get into tennis and, and all that stuff. I think it's going to be a great thing uh, for me physically to do. I, so I think sports are super important for so many different things. And I've been so far removed from them. I'm, I'm super excited to, uh, to bring them back into my life. So on that note, um, so we talked about, yeah, playing sports, right? So the other thing that they miss, I think is, uh, is gratitude, right? Um, and if you've listened to the, and followed the show for any period of time, you know how important I believe that gratitude is to, to us and, in our, in our well being. Um, I'm very fond of the expression that there is a good way and there's a bad way. But the worst way is no way, right? Like it's you can do the right thing or you can do the wrong thing, but to 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 do nothing is that that's the wrong answer, right? So in this situation, however, I do not concur with this. Uh, if the quote unquote no way is you bottling up your anger, so like the no way being that well, I'm not going to address this. I'm just going to bottle it up inside of me, so that way. I don't come over the top with this angry response that's unjustified. This goes to, um, to I think it's Aristotle's quote. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. I'm not in the right computer. I'm actually, I've been dealing with this problem. I have, um, I have two to three computers up at any given time. And, uh, <laughs> and I will type, on a keyboard that's connected to one while trying to go on the other. And I'm, so I'm actually like in the market for a KVM switch right now to try to bring it all together. And I can just click over easily because right now it is not. Um, okay. Aristotle, right level of anger. I think it's something like that. Here it is. Okay, sweet. Um, I actually use this in my master resilience training courses. Um, so here's a little here's a little segue in you know in in between those where I'm weaving this all together. Um, Aristotle, anybody can become angry. That is easy. But to be angry with the right person and to the right degree and at the right time and for the right purpose and in the right way that is not within everybody's power and it is not easy now i don't agree well before i go into that let's just let's just sit on that for a second anybody can become angry that is easy but to be angry with the right person and to the right degree 
and at the right time for the right purpose and in the right way. That is not easy. Think about that. Where I don't agree with Aristotle in this, he says, not within everyone's power. I do not believe that to be true. I think it's within everybody's power, and that's a huge reason why I'm here and why I exist is to actually help people find that way. It's just, it's something, some people are born with it, right? Some people are born with grit and, and the ability to overcome and some people are not. And some people are, are trained through life's trials. Uh, so the, the opportunities come up, right? And, and, and for you to overcome things and, and, and angry situations come up and, and some people will observe the impact of their decisions and they will make better ones based on that. And some people will, will not. And it's just some people have the tools, some people it comes naturally to, and some it doesn't. And so my intent is to be able to provide the tools and to help people get to that right person, right degree, right time, right purpose, right way. Because um, everyone, Aristotle is dead wrong. Everyone can get there, right? Everyone. I firmly believe that with every single part of who I am. Um, and so, like I said in the beginning, I recognize anger. It's as it's. I really believe that anger is, it's a form of weakness, and it's 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 just a reflection of your inability to manage adversity. So, in a weak and meager attempt. To attain control in a situation that is not going how you desired, you exert this brute force, and that is the purest sign of weakness. And you can you and it's clearly demonstrating that you've lost control. And who think about it? Who was the last person that broke out into an angry rage that you looked at with that admiring eye, hoping one day, one day maybe I could just operate on their level? Right now, there might be people that you admire who get angry. I remember one of my first mentor in the army. Um, loved this guy to this day. Amazing. He would get so angry all the time. <laughs> and I would never look at him when he was getting so angry and be like, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Sometimes he'd be like, yeah, that guy's stupid. He kind of deserved it. But most of the time, it was... It was the point that he was making behind the anger that I agreed with. He His... his Delivery could have been a million times better, a million times better, and it and, and in so doing, it would have been more effective. And actually, what happened was it actually turned a lot of things into a toxic kind of relationship, um, not relationship even, but like, well, I guess yeah, the relationship between him and and his subordinates, or even him and his peers, and even him and his seniors. There were seniors that were afraid to go up to this guy, and he wasn't very senior ranking at the time. He was a very junior leader, um, but he had been around for a long time, and he knew he knew regulations and. And he could he could maneuver his way around a conversation very very well very smart individual, and just also very prone to anger which which dissipated later on he he I think that he saw it and he changed his way and his his ability to inf- to influence people and to affect change also changed uh, in tandem with that and so I just. I want you to consider the impact that anger is having in your life. Is anger affecting change in the way that you want it to, right? 
any extended period of time of of anger, we have to consider the the impacts on ourselves and the impact on those around us. You have to think about those the, the strokes, heart attacks, high blood pressure, depression, anxiety, insomnia that this causes, right? Linked over decades of research showing this. And then think about the impact that's having on your relationships. Think about the relationships that never form because you took that approach and the ones that are ruined because you did take it. It's not a little thing. And it's not an easy thing. I'm not trying to tell you that it's easy. The concept is simple. But this goes back to what we've talked about with with being able to identify the feelings that you're getting in the moment, being able to walk away, and eventually when, you, when you're working, you're able to flip this hindsight thought to something that is more in the moment where instead of looking back like, man, I wish I would have changed, I wish I would have handled that differently, to in the moment you say, hold on, pause, before I respond, I'm going to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to step away. And then you upgrade from there to responding in the moment to the way that is beneficial to the relationship. It's okay to be angry, but just as Aristotle said, you need to be angry with the right person to the right degree at the right time for the right purpose and in the right way. That's it for today, folks. I love you guys, and I'll see you here again next week.